Hey guys, welcome to Disciples by Design. Um, I'm doing another episode today. I just, you know, I was trying to type this stuff out and I just, uh, I realized it's starting to come out faster than what I can type. And so I just decided I'm going to do, do a, um, a podcast here and guys, I, I just, I want to let you know, like, uh, any of these, I I, re- I do realize I've listened to a couple of them again and thought, man, that was like a sword, like just cutting. And I'm not trying to tear you guys down or, or, you know, I really don't care if you get mad. And I know that sounds pretty bad um, because a lot of people are like, well, you should care. You're a Christian. You're supposed to care about my feelings. No, I'm not supposed to care about your feelings. In fact, you shouldn't care about your feelings because when it really comes down to it, what you should really care about is, is Jesus. And if it cuts deep, there's a reason that it's cutting deep. It's not because of what I'm saying and it's not because of me. It's because the Holy Spirit is convicting you. And yeah, that, that sounds hard to, to hear, but, but it's the truth, you know, um, if it's, if it's cutting and you feel offended, that offense is coming because it, you're offend. Um, people are offended because it is a defense mechanism because they know that there's something wrong in their heart. And so it is not my intention to hurt you. And it is not my intention to cut you. But if my words do cut because of what Jesus is telling me to say, then there's a reason for it. And it's not because, oh, this guy's a jerk. No, I'm not a jerk. It's because it needed to cut you. It's because it needed to hit home. It's because there is something in your life that needs to be changed. And so I want you to take this with a grain of salt when you're listening to my to my podcast, because I'm going to say what God's put on my heart to say. And, you know, even when I went back and listened to my last one, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was just hard to hear. And honestly, it's because a lot of what I said, I don't even remember saying. And, you know, take it how you will, but there, there's times when, when I, when I speak through a podcast or a TikTok and I don't remember it because it's, it's God speaking through me. And so, you know, I go back and I re-listen to my stuff all the time. I, I, I'll listen to it two or three times in a row because there's things that God says through me that I need to hear. And so this last one, yeah, there was things that cut really deep. You know, for me, uh, something that I've really struggled with is, you know, I want to seek God with all my heart, and I don't want there to be anything in the way of that. But I also struggle with relaxation time because I'll be honest, I don't always want to uh, be listening to teachings and stuff. I don't always want to be reading the Word. But at the same time, I do. And so I feel torn because I... uh I want to see God with everything inside of me, but you know, sometimes, sometimes it's too much, man. My stomach's not, not as big as what I would like for it to be. And so sometimes I just, I've had too much and I want to go back and I want to, I want to, you know, watch an anime or something. And, uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm used to watching and a lot of video games I'm used to playing, um, don't all line up with the word of God. And so then, you know, I, uh, I end up watching that stuff and have to ask for forgiveness because, uh, you know, it's stuff that I'm used to watching stuff that, that makes me feel comfortable. And so, 
you know, um, there's things that we all deal with, you know, there's things that we all struggle through and, and have to, uh, to really ask Jesus for forgiveness. And so what I want to tell you guys is that is okay. The, the, when it's not okay is when you do it relentlessly and eventually your heart goes from, um, knowing what is black and white and everything becomes gray. And that's, uh, that's called a slow fade. And, uh, it's actually a song by casting crowns, slow fade. It's a great song, great message. But, uh, I want you guys to realize that, uh, you know, God is, we're living in a time period where God is calling people up and, uh, and he's calling us up to a level that we have not yet seen before a level that, um, that is, uh, is specific to this day and age. And the reason I say specific to this day and age is because, because God is coming for his bride. Jesus is coming for his bride and are their hearts prepared? Are their lamps filled with oil? You know, right now, more than anything else, you're you're going to you're going to feel temptation and it's going to be so strong. But the thing is, you don't have to give in to it. You don't have to give in to it. A lot of people will be like, get behind me, Satan. You know, <laughs> isn't the devil already on your feet? Didn't God already win? Isn't he already victorious? So when those thoughts and stuff come, you just have to say, be quiet. Go away. You don't have to curse him out or... or cast him cast him out that's what i was looking for cast him out or or anything you just say leave me alone you know that's what i say leave me alone i don't want to talk to you he's already beneath us he's already behind us we don't need to tell him to get there he's already there you know god is already victorious so um with what I'll be talking about for the rest of this message here, I am going to let you listen to a uh, a little bit of Todd White here just because I, I really like what he says. Um, so we're just going to listen to a clip of what he's talking about here. And then uh, then we're going to move on to uh, um, to some other things. So here we go. full on for Jesus, but not just when people are looking at you. You live full on for Jesus when no one's looking at you. You develop an intimate relationship with God. God wants to use you. He's going to flow through you. One of the most dangerous places to be is in the power of God. Because God will give you the power. Listen, I've seen people walk in power that they are nowhere in a place of character. And I see this thing. It's like dynamite. It will blow you up and people around you up. Man, there was a, just a pastor up in up in up in Chicago that had a church of thirty thousand people, probably more than that. And he's here he's committing adulterous affairs on his wife his whole life, like thirty years of marriage. What do you think that does to a church? What do you think that's going to do when you stand before God and answer for your life? It's devastating. We don't need a move of God that ends with adultery, man. Do you understand? That it's not just a fall. You don't fall into.
It's a conscience that hasn't been maintained. It's a conscience that's not clear. It's true that you really don't love Jesus. <laughs> You're like, this is too heavy. No, it's healthy. Oh, it's so healthy. So, like what he was saying, you know, I've been saying all this all along. I just now heard that this morning. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been telling you guys, you know, if you really want to love Jesus, you know, you're gonna you're gonna walk in what he's told you to walk and, and obey him. And you know, you, during the beginning times, you're still gonna stumble and fall sometimes. But the difference is that rather than keep on doing it because you don't think you're good enough to walk in what God's called you to walk in, you stand up, you go get help. You know, if it is porn and, you know, adultery and stuff like what Todd was talking about, then you need to go find somebody that's going to hold you accountable. Somebody that you cannot bear to tell the truth to and you do it one time so you don't do it again. And then you make sure that you tell them. You walk in the truth and not deceit. It even tells us in the Bible that we need to walk in the truth even at our own um, detrimental pain. Like even if we hurt from having to tell the truth. You know, when you say something, you do it, period, regardless. And so, um, you know, if that's something you struggle with, yeah, you need to get help. You really do. You know, seek somebody out that you can talk to. And, you know, there's there's things that every Christian is going, every person that believes in Jesus is going to, uh, to go through. You know, um, like Apostle Paul talks about the uh, thorn in his flesh. You know, we all have a thorn and we all have things that bother us and that uh, tempt us and things that push us and push for that line. A lot of a lot of the things that uh, are in my life might seem silly to most people because it's like video games and and anime and um uh, really that's that's a lot of it right there it's just i i like watching anime and i i like playing video games but the problem is that when i do it i do too much of it i do too much of it and not enough time with god not enough time with my wife and not enough time doing the things i need to do and it becomes a, a crutch for my life because i spend all my time doing that instead of what i should be doing and that is wrong and so you know um th there's going to be things and your things could totally be different from mine you know y your things could be totally different so that's what that's one of the things i struggle with so when i start playing a new game or something or i i'm always very weary because i don't i have to watch myself so it doesn't take over my my day you know and my time with Jesus has become very important to me, you know, very important. My time teaching the word, uh, reading the word, listening to teachings, you know, this is this has all become very important to me. And so I spend several hours every day doing this. I make sure to do it every day so that, you know, my heart stays close to, to God. You know, something I've noticed a lot of people that I talk to that haven't talked to me in a while say, oh, my gosh, you're so on fire for God. I want to I want to talk to you guys about that. I, I'm not on fire for God. I'm really not. Like I I myself I do not feel like I'm on fire for God. I I'm still struggling with things. I still have to give things to God every day. 
I, I still have have things that I struggle with, fears that I struggle with, things in my life that uh that really scare me, and and things that I have to constantly be giving to God, constantly be praying, um, for His strength on. You know that there's things in my life that uh that I still deal with, that I'm still casting my cares on Him. It's not that I'm on fire for God. You know, like I, I will say that, you know, I am crazy about Jesus and I can tell a difference in my own life versus, you know, several months ago. But uh, the difference between us, you know, me and people who say that is is that. Uh, you need to be spending time in the word more, because if you are spending time in the word just as much as I am, you know your heart and my heart are going to look very similar because we're both in the word. We're both soaking in Jesus all the time. And so, you know, if you're spending a lot of time in the word, a lot of time with Jesus, people are going to look at you and think, wow, he's so on fire. And the only, the only difference is, is because you're not, you're not communing with the father. And so people that commune with the father, their heart is set ablaze and there's a passion and desire inside of them that you recognize. But, you know, to them, they're just walking in what God's told them to walk in. And, you know, it's like that all the way up. And, yeah, there's people that are on fire. And, you know, there's times when, I, when I'm when i like, ah, guys, ah, you know, we need to, ah. And, you know, I, I seem on fire. But really, it's just. It's how God's God's been witnessing to my heart and he's been witnessing to me on things that uh, that need need to be said, things that need to be changed, things that need need done. I've grown accustomed to hearing the Lord in my voice or the Lord in my voice, the Lord in my life, dear Lord. I'm sorry. I've grown accustomed to hearing the Lord in my life. Um I've grown, I've grown accustomed to spending time with him. I've grown accustomed to, to living my life for him every day, to giving him a major portion of my day, to devoting my time to getting to know him. And so when people that are, are not, you know, living that lifestyle and not living at that depth, then to them, it looks like, oh my gosh, you're so on fire for God right now. No, no, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just spending a lot of time with Jesus. And so that time reflects on my heart. It reflects in the way that I walk and the way that I talk, because I am no longer just a Christian in name saying, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I spend time getting to know Jesus every day. I spend time getting to know his heart every day. I spend time getting to know his word and his mindset, his perspective every day. And so the more that I do that, the more to people that are not doing that lifestyle, it seems like, oh, you're wow, you're so on fire. No, 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 no. You know, there, there is, there is people that, that are on fire and I, I won't say that I'm not on fire. I, I believe that I am, but to me, I don't feel like I'm on fire. I'm just doing what I've been doing and I'm. I devote, you know, honestly, I spend two or three hours every day with Jesus. And I do that because I want to know him. I want to have a co-relationship with him. And, you know, at first, yeah, it's kind of hard, man. At first, you're sacrificing because you you do not want to really do it. I'm going to be honest. You don't want to do it. But the more that you do it, 
the more that you ask Jesus to give you a desire for that, uh, give you a desire to seek after him, you start seeking him. You start you start really craving that passion and uh, that love with Jesus. And so you guys want to be on fire? Just start spending 10 minutes three times a day with Jesus. Morning, noon, and night. When you go to eat your actual lunch, eat in the spirit too. Pray. Seek Jesus. Read the Bible. Listen to a teaching. Listen to one of these podcasts. You know, spend time three times a day with the Lord. You know, there, there's, I'll spend time in the morning when I get up or, you know, today it's around two, I guess I've, I've been doing it for the last couple hours now. And, uh, you know, then I'll, I'll go to work and I'll kind of do my own thing. And then when I come home before I go to bed, I'll spend a couple more hours and, and, you know, that's, uh, that's habit for me. That's my routine. And so I just encourage you guys, you know, if you're really, uh, I feel, I feel a little, um, yeah, about how I'm describing this because yes, I I'm crazy for Jesus. Yes, I am crazy for Jesus, but I, I think the terminology for, wow, you're on so on fire for God that, yeah, I want to be on fire for God. Yes, I am on fire for God, but the way that you see it and the way that I see it are different. The way that you see, oh, wow, you're on fire for God is, oh, God just lit my heart on fire. No, no, no. I light my heart on fire for Jesus every day, multiple times a day. I make sure that I'm on fire for him. I make sure that my heart is prepared for him so that if he comes right now, I'm ready. I'm ready. If he comes right now, I'm ready. Do you know why? Because I've been preparing my heart. I have been preparing my heart for him. I'm ready for him because my heart is prepared. The difference between you and I is, is that if you're not seeking after him on a daily, and a, yes, daily, daily, if you're not seeking after him daily, then your heart is not prepared. And so because your heart's not prepared, when you look at other people that have a prepared heart, you're like, whoa, they're really on fire for God. Yeah, they are. But it's, it's because of a choice to seek after their king daily. Something that they walk in, growing their spiritual stomach. You know, this was something in, in, in spiritual increase that we talked about. You know, we all have a spiritual stomach. And at first, when you start walking, you know, it, it doesn't feel good. It It's hard. And, you know, there's things in your life that you're like, oh, I have to give that up. I don't want to give that up and you'll slip back, back, back into it. Then it have to be like, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm giving it up, you know? And, uh, you know, like there's a lot of cool movies that are made in the world, you know, and they have sex scenes in them. You know, if that's something you struggle with, you shouldn't be watching it, but you know what people do. And they're like, Oh, it's no big thing. It's no big deal. You know, but then, the devil uses that as a time to plant a seed in your heart. So it's something you think about later on. That's not something God wants for you. So if that is something you struggle with, don't watch those movies. Yeah, it sucks. You got to give it up. But who would you rather serve, the devil or Jesus? You want to have a relationship with Jesus? Then when he tells you, hey, 
I want you to give this up for me. You need to just do it. Just give it up. Give it up for him. He says, if you love me, then you'll put me ahead of this. He'll whisper to you while you're at work or while you're hanging out with friends or playing video games. And he'll be like, what about me? Are you going to come spend time with me? And, you know, the way that he talks to me versus how he talks to you is, is going to be different. You know, the way that you relate to a person is is how he's going to talk to you. Because, you know, he's he's in a friendship with you. The way that the way that I communicate with, with people is is different. You know, um, God, God has made me to be a very emotional person. And so that's how I relate to people is, is through very strong emotions. And that that's how I that's how I relate. And so for me, I feel things very deeply. And so one of the things that God has been teaching me is to not be based off my feelings, not go off of what I feel and not let my feelings rule me. And, you know, that might be how it is for a lot of people. But for me, I, I really feel things. And when I feel them, I feel them very strongly. And so that's why a lot of times uh, I got to be careful on, on like messages and stuff because I will get really into it. And it's because I really feel what God's telling me to say. And so, you know, I got to, that's something I got to watch in myself, you know, um, I got to not be based on my feelings and be based on the spirit of God. And so, you know, guys, you're going to be, you're going to be doing things that, uh, you don't always want to do, and it's going to be hard and it's okay. It's okay that that's hard, but you know, like I was saying in spiritual increase, you need to start with these small portions of time where you just spend time with God. And if you're like, I recognize in my life that I don't spend enough time with Jesus, then you need to say, okay, well, I'm going to start doing 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at lunchtime, and then I'm going to do 40 minutes at night before I go to bed. And then, you know, you're spending an hour and 20 minutes every day with Jesus. And that's a lot more time than you were before, because before it was what, every three or four days? You know, so yeah, you're really, it's going to really be hard at first, but it's okay. That's all right. But Jesus wants a codependent relationship with you. What that means is in your life, you're going to come up against things. And rather than just taking it on like you usually do, you're going to stop and you're going to say, hey, I want to pray about this first. I, I want to ask Jesus about this first. And you're literally going to wait until he talks to you before you make that decision. Yeah, I know. That sounds horrible, right? I uh, recently got asked to talk, or not to talk, but to uh, help out with the, with the youth ministry um, at my church. And, uh, you know, I, I really, honestly, I had some stuff from my past kind of come up in me as, as a fear. And uh, <laughs> last night for me, after talking to Jesus, I felt ridiculous about it because I realized I, I let... I let myself go back to a place that I shouldn't have gone to. Our past is in the past for a reason. It's back there because God has already overcome it with us. And if you've asked for forgiveness and you're serving Jesus, then that stuff don't matter because you're serving Jesus. And this is now, not then. But I'll let myself go back anyways. 
And because I let myself go back to a time when I was afraid and I wasn't serving God, that seed was replanted in my heart briefly because I uh, went back. I went back to a time when God has already forgiven me. And so um, I had to deal with a bunch of stuff last night. And, you know, after after talking with Jesus, he was like, you know, you didn't have to go back through all that. Right. I've already forgiven you. You're already set free. It's okay. And it took me a little bit to realize, wow, you know, I, uh, I don't need to go back to the past. God has set me free. And, you know, I, I'm not just saying that, guys. I have been set free from so many things that I, I don't even know how to describe it to you. But I want to encourage you guys to serve Jesus because there, there is this freedom in my life that I've never had before. And as I seek Jesus, I, I get more and more free. I, I stop worrying about what people think about me. When people say they need help, I'm like, what about Jesus? When people say, oh man, I'm having a really hard time. I'm like, have you talked to Jesus? And, and you know, I, I'm not even doing it from the standpoint of trying to do it anymore. I'm just, I really want people to know Jesus. I really want them to understand that there is a God out there who loves them, who really truly has a plan and purpose in store for them, one that includes them in it and makes them a central part of it and that they are needed and that they are loved and that they are cherished and they are a treasure and that he wants to keep them safe and he wants to hold them. You guys, we, uh, <sighs> we have way more in Jesus than, than you have ever thought that we had. Jesus loves you a heck of a lot more than you ever dreamt that he would. And the, the biggest thing is, is that we, we have been set free. Guys, we have been set free. He has set us free. Not that you're trying to be set free. People are like, oh, I need to be prayed. I need I need healing. You've already been healed. He's just waiting for you to walk in it. You've already been set free. The chains that bind you are held in place by your own mind. You've already been set free. You're like, oh, but I'm struggling with this addiction. Oh my God, this addiction has me. No, it doesn't. You've been set free. Now it's just time to walk in that freedom. And as you walk in that freedom, you're truly set free. Guys, we need to have faith. God's really been speaking to me. I, I've been asking God, how, God, how do I, how do I pray over somebody? And how are they healed? How does that work? You know, my brain doesn't understand. And it's because I'm still walking with my mindset and not with my heart set. He says, have faith. Have faith in me. Have faith. Do you know what faith is? The evidence of things not seen. It's like not even, not even a description of what faith is. It's like, What's going to happen when faith is in action? It's uh, 
It's something that our mind or our flesh or body does not understand, but our spirit should. It's the it's ultimately trusting in Jesus to have an effect without, you know, you being able to see it. And a lot of people, you know, they, they don't know how to feel about that. And so when it doesn't work instantly, they're like, oh, well, it didn't work. And by saying, oh, it didn't work, that's not having faith. <sighs> well, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. But uh, I hope that you got something out of this. And uh, I really hope that uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Again, if there's anything that you need, make sure to look me up on TikTok. Um, and uh, yeah, leave me a comment in my Q&A. All right. Thank you for watching Disciples by Design. Have a wonderful weekend. Love y'all. We'll see you later.